0: Yeah, like what are we doing? <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the most listened to podcast on the Long Walk Podcast Network. This is a takeover. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions. And I am here tonight to introduce your host, Shelby Murdered Dimple Patterson. (laughs)
0: Sorry, when (laughs) when did I get a name change? I don't remember submitting a form. I wasn't on
1: the memo. (laughs) That was on the last uh, crossover episode we did with uh, Robert and Chris. Do you remember that? Yeah, I can't remember. Movie. I think it was uh, Robert that nicknamed you Murder Dimple. Murder
0: Dimple. Dimple. I'm going to have to have a talk with <laughs> him. Hi, guys. This is this is a takeover. I'm Shelby Murder Dimple Patterson, apparently. Ed, I'm Gina Breffer. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Great. This is a great way to get back into it. eggway We missed y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. I, I love
1: throwing you a curveball right here at the start of the episode.
0: <laughs> Listeners, our lovely producer, David, just loves to throw shit like that at me right at the top because he knows i squirm and i can't stand it oh my gosh well that was like a a bomb with nails in it David. (laughs) (laughs) well welcome to this This is a takeover guys i'm so happy to be back it feels like it's been ages this has just been the two of us like forever yeah because we had the crossover episode which Mm -hmm. clearly i have no memory of (laughs) because i don't remember that um but we haven't been on just a, an episode, just us, in a while. No, it's been a hot minute. Because I think they have kind of scaled back a bit on yeah. the takeovers warm or warm. the premium live events, as they're called now. <laughs> um, because I guess we have to conform to the ways of everything else, WWE. Sure. But it's fine. I'm still going to call it a takeover. You're probably still going to call it it's takeovers. a takeover. It's fine. It is a takeover. It That's right. Ta- <laughs> <laughs> This is a takeover. Well, we are here to talk about NXT Vengeance Day, but Yay. to start off with, Gina, what are you drinking tonight? Oh. Feels good to be in that segment again. Yeah, because someone decided to do dry January this oh, year. I'll never do it again. My <laughs> God, it was terrible. What
1: were you thinking? I
0: wasn't, David. And then I've caught back up this entire weekend. She so. sure has, man. She's been a champ. It's uh-huh. been great. <laughs> in my Venti Starbucks, like, you know, one of those fancy cups, I have um, Criterion Sauvignon Blanc. Well, I. what's so funny is... She's not joking, guys. Like, she literally has it in a to-go Starbucks, like, pink bullshit container. And I can't tell you how many times I wanted to grab it on the way over here and just, like, take a big sip because I thought it was Starbucks. Well, the hilarious thing is, is that I don't really ever, like, break the rules when it comes to containers, like, being open and things like that. Yeah. Like, even if I'm going five minutes down the street to your house, like, it doesn't, like, and then today I was like, no, I'm 30 and it's monday and i'm doing this i love that <laughs> you you use being 30 as a way as a reason to break the rules now like you've yeah. been like you've been waiting for so long to break <laughs> in the rules duel. and that's what we're choosing <laughs> i mean it's a closed container like it's not like you yeah. know it's fine look look you know people pleasing methods and and tendencies have to be over i'm all done with them so we're working on it we're working on it it's therapy <laughs> this wine is there well i am embracing my inner nash county hell yeah girl and i am drinking a nice Coors light <laughs> and it, it goes down real good y'all yeah it doesn't it doesn't disappoint also, full disclosure, that's all I had left in my, hey, in look, my fridge we at home. D- we, this was this was a wine that was given from work, so we got to do what we got to do. I know. Well, that is a perk of working for a wine company, yes, it but is. it's fine. So do you want to go ahead and get started? Let's go. So this this show, I feel like, was really interesting because I think we talked about this before we went on mic. Overall, it was a it was a fine yeah. show. Like, it was good. It was fun but this show really centered around one person and, and one, one person, person only <laughs> like it was all about trick williams Whoop that trick and which, Whoop okay can we talk about trick. that for a second yeah how did that become his thing i want i don't i don't i want to go back and look through and be like where was this like pinpoint you like, know that had to have been something that he started obviously i'm still giggling giggling at i'm trick james bitch which is the <laughs> funniest thing that man has ever said yeah just randomly pulls that out during a promo in the middle week. of a rap promo because yeah. he was just like i'm gonna rap this promo because why not i mean i hey i i love oh he's trick great. Williams as much as the next girl but i thought it was interesting <laughs> That, I like that you chose girl, not person. I mean, <laughs> You're like, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Um, I feel like they they haven't really done anything for him to be as over as he is. No, he has just organically been become someone that the fans get behind, and I feel like they really did a good job of showcasing that throughout the entire show. Yes, like not just when he was in a match because spoiler alert he was on two matches two in two matches yeah. on this card huge matches he started the show and he ended the show so if, if there was any indication of who they were who they are getting behind this is the right Williams show and because it kind of reminded me of like the older like johnny gargano and champa days mm-hmm. where like they would start with like a feud you know that they've been. That's been going on for a long time. And they would literally tell it for an entire calendar year of takeovers. So like every single takeover would be a different stage of their relationship. Oh my god. And it's kind of reminiscent of that. I don't think it's gonna be like that big of like a scale. Well no, but they're also hinting that Carmelo is going somewhere else. Oh, he's already on SmackDown. Yeah. So it's nice that they loaned him, uh, <laughs> like loaned they, us him. They, apparently, they've loaned a couple of people because we'll get into that in a second. Yes, we will. But I feel like we we do need to start the beginning. But I feel like Trick kind of is in this whole show. Yeah, he's there because he's in his matches. There there are vignettes backstage with him yeah, in it, like many segments. Yeah. So it, I just thought it was really interesting how it it's kind of gone going back very slowly to the old nxt like black and gold model yeah. of like okay we have these one or two guys like they did that with adam cole in undisputed era mm-hmm. like they formed an entire pay-per-view around them you mm-hmm. know like it i feel like they're starting to get back yeah. to the way that it was now we can just get rid of that belt And get rid of the rainbow that's still on the background yeah then we'll i think we'll be in good shape it's pretty (laughs) is it though i mean but that's the thing it's not it's not cool it's pretty yeah and i don't want a pretty belt like i want a cool belt yeah it's like uh, (laughs) (laughs) like one that we might possibly buy because we've been talking about that for forever yeah we're never gonna decide like the belt (laughs) like just to describe it for you guys if you if you haven't seen it it literally is the old 2.0 belt with like all the rainbow shit and then a huge gold x like the N X right in the middle yeah. so it's like oh we still have people from that era oh, and gosh. we're still using them but like we're back <laughs> you know we're going back to where we were yeah um but yeah i i feel like we're getting there yeah which is I mean, happy to see especially with where we were a couple of you know Honestly, at this point, years ago, Ugh. like the fear was real. We just didn't the even want to review it. Eminent. There's a lot of channels that stopped reviewing NXT stuff. Yeah. Because it was just it just got so dismal. See, we care about you. We've been in this for the the we care about you and we <laughs> wanted you to hear our opinions and that's because we knew they were important. Even if, <laughs> even if it was shit. Even if it was shit. Tacky <laughs> mushrooms. Well, let's get started mm-hmm. with our first match, which was the Dusty Roads Classic, the, the final match. Now, this this tournament is always my favorite. It's my favorite time of year because you just get random ass people put together. Yeah. And then they just kind of see who gets over like, and they just literally plan. Like, I'm sure they have stuff planned out on who they think is going to go through, but like, they didn't think that Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker were going to get over as a team. No. Right? And then all of a sudden, the fans just got behind them and were like, okay, maybe we need to like push this, push them, maybe? That combination is about as, what's the word? It's about as much as I imagined the trophy to look like. That trophy is a conglomeration <laughs> of of modern, like square, like lockers. Within those boots, and then like you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it doesn't look right, but it works. So it looks like one of those. Like it is tall. Like it is taller it like, than the Andre the Giant yeah. Memorial Battle Krispy Kreme thing that they did. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> like I, it basically should have been because it oh. had like it. It literally had six words in the name. Like it was such oh my a long gosh. title. So, it was. It's taller than that trophy and it looks like you know those like high school like tournament trophies yeah no yeah and they just shoved a brass pair of boots in the bottom it's like they (laughs) went out and bought one of those huge ones and Mm -hmm. then sawed off all the figurines yeah painted it black and then threw in those boots i mean that's probably what they did Hey, prop guy. Mad respect. <laughs> Mad respect. I mean, game sees game, right? Like, I mean we, we, we gotta know, <laughs> look. We know what it's like to have we were a children entertainers. Zero <laughs> prop budget and still make a whole show happen. Like we know how to do it. So props. But so we had again, these names. Right? These names that they come right? up with for themselves. I know that they are not truly a tag team. Neither one of these teams are tag teams, They're not gonna right? go. Nah. Hardly any of the teams that are in the dusty roads tag team classic are actually tag teams <laughs> because mm-hmm. wwe doesn't have a tag division no like they really don't they don't and you would think if they had a tag team classic that they would highlight the fact that they there are, that there are other tag teams but they don't nah, have any no nah, and dog. i think they realized that once they started doing this because do you know who won the very first one who finn balor and samoa joe <laughs> what a combo that was the very first winners. I would of pay the to see that. I'll go back and look at that one. I'll go back and watch that one. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's, oh, I have no it's doubt. It's hysterical, but it's good. <laughs> like, is it like Baby Baby Joe and Baby Finn? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, like the first time <laughs> that they were in NXT. Oh. I know, like baby-faced. It's oh, hilarious. adorable. So we have <laughs> Trick Mellow Gang, which is obviously trick williams and carmelo hayes it sounds like a knockoff marshmallow you get in the seasons like one of the (laughs) holidays trick mellow gang like it's like you know like they get a partnership with someone like someone like a famous rapper or something and it's uh like one of those like but you know it's not the normal brand of marshmallows but it's like oh man but it's like a really weird like marshmallow version of their (laughs) face or something yeah exactly okay so it's like some rapper named trick something and he has a marshmallow (laughs) and there's and there's multiple, so they're a gang. Now I'm literally imagining Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes marshmallows. And on the front being it still being like, whoop that trick. And then at the very bottom, in the back right far corner, it says, you know, um, mellow don't miss. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, we are, we are spending way yep. too much Let's time go. on this. Let's go. Okay, so we have Trick Mellow Gang, which is Trick Williams versus Carmelo Hayes versus the Wolf Dogs, which is Baron Corbin. <laughs> and Braun breaker because baron corbin (laughs) is hey no listen no it's it's very clear david it's baron corbin is the lone wolf okay clearly and Braun breaker's followers are dogs apparently sean sean i know you're listening (laughs) honey let us help you we we can help the next one we can come up with some better ones than this i promise you you know besides the terrible names this match was it was amazing Outstandingly yeah. good like yeah. stupid good almost <laughs> like we were ill prepared for this I, match being I, this good this match was so good that my peacock feed went out <laughs> It did. i had to pull up the peacock app and stream it from my phone Onto because the TV. my tv was like nope can't handle it it's too good <laughs> can't handle this too powerful so full disclosure we missed like maybe five minutes like trying to figure it out beginning. it's all good but uh yeah we ha- there was a gnarly Botch though, right at the beginning (laughs) of this match, that hurt. That hurt. So Braun, which they highlighted because he was in the Royal Rumble, which I think we can touch on like the circumstances that circumstances on that a little bit. Yeah, if we, I feel like. Uh, Robert Bradford wants to do an entire episode <laughs> on just this <laughs> shit that's come out within the past couple of days. Lord have mercy. Look, y'all, we're not going to talk, talk about it. I mean, I'm going to hit on it, like, maybe a little bit. But, like... But, I mean, like, I don't want to go deep. No, we won't. But it's... Anyway, so they, they have this whole thing where apparently during the rumble... Because mm-hmm. remember we were talking about how fast he yeah. runs the ropes? Yeah. Did you hear what commentary said during the rumble? Mm, probably not. He apparently... When he runs the ropes, they they clocked him. He can go twenty three miles an hour. No, shut up. Are you serious? Yeah. What? <laughs> when he's running the ropes. These are
1: the, these are the same people that like to book uh, wrestlers as like. You know, 20 or 30 pounds over what they actually are, and four or five inches over how tall they actually are. I, I would. I don't know if I trust the uh, <laughs> the the speed gun they use. I mean,
0: it's fair, but like that sounds cool. To it you. sounds very impressive. It sounds really impressive.
1: I mean. I can say lots of impressive things. <laughs> but <doesn't> have
0: you <laughs> seen this man run the ropes? I have not seen there him run is. the ropes. If okay. you've seen him, then I could maybe believe it. I don't believe it's 23 miles no. an hour. I could pay an announcer
1: I, <laughs> to tell you I can run the ropes 30 miles an hour. That doesn't make it true.
0: That is very true. But I'm just saying he can run the ropes hella fast yeah. and way faster than I can. Oh, my gosh. So and he, Especially in that match. My gosh. He goes to run the ropes and... His head, I don't know how it happened. Oh. It literally looked like a glitch in a video game. Yes. Is the only way that I can describe it because his head went in between the top rope and the middle rope. Yeah. And then did like a whiplash and then went straight back out. Like it literally it's, looked like he went through the ropes for a second and then came back out. Like it's like he was trying to get his back up on the top two missed the top one and then his neck went like back under it and then was like bing yeah but he immediately came back up and I have kept no running idea how he did that like, like i don't honestly. know if he had i i didn't check the reports today because up uh, to see whether he had a concussion or not from that but like those are cable yeah. like it's not no but, you know anything rope. that is actual rope material like, like it's it's like it's called the ropes cable. But no so there it looks like from how they're running it that there's some give to it but that's because they're big and that like (laughs) if you can if you watch the women run the ropes the ropes don't move they move (laughs) right so yeah or sometimes the ropes move reho very true (laughs) sorry (laughs) yeah (laughs) but um but yeah he came up and had a nasty gash on his eyebrow like right across his head so he seemed to be fine for the rest of the match but it was kind of scary i mean i think he's got a pretty thick skull but still, like, he looks like he no, does. No, I know, I know. I mean, it's dad. I mean, I will say in Braun's defense with all, all the stuff that has happened over the past week or so, because mm-hmm. when we're recording this, guys, is at right about within a week of the newest allegations that have come out of it about Vince yes. McMahon with the newest lawsuit um, from the employee um, with all the sex traffic, trafficking stuff. And, again, this is not the episode to, like, fully dive into, like, what our thoughts are on that. And I don't know if we are going to do one or not, but it it's going to, if we do, it would be a long one. Yeah. Um. But with it in relation to NXT and the NXT roster, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar was pulled at the last minute from yes. the Rumble because he was in allegedly involved in everything that has come out. So hmm. they decided to pull him and they put Braun Breaker in his spot. And he literally was told, okay, this is what Braun is or what Brock is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to go in. We're going to basically insert you into it. Yeah, you're going to you do, do all of his moves. Yep. You're going to eliminate all the people that he was supposed to eliminate. And you're going to get eliminated by who he was supposed to be eliminated by. Yeah, because that was supposed to set up Substitute a feud, teacher which if you watch the Rumble guys, and if you saw who Braun Breaker got eliminated by, it was fucking Dominic Mysterio. So apparently Brock Lesnar was supposed to be in a feud with Dominic Mysterio leading up to WrestleMania. That makes sense. That's, remember when we were watching, we were like, that makes no sense. Why did he get thrown out by Dominic Mysterio? Oh, my God. But I mean, if, if also I would have yeah. paid a lot of money to see Dominic Mysterio row out brock lesnar that would have been hilarious you know he would have sandbagged (laughs) (laughs) i hope so (laughs) but but anyway so that meant that braun breaker i mean he was only in there for five minutes but he he was he was a highlight of that rumble that was amazing so if all of that stuff didn't come out when it did who knows when braun would have gotten a main roster opportunity because they have been telling him, essentially, for over a year that it's not his time yet. You know that Geico commercial where the guy's got the fishing pole and there's a dollar on it? Oh, <laughs> oh gotta be quicker than that? Yeah. yeah, that's his entire life right now. That's pretty much how they treat treated a lot of the NXT roster yeah. within the past, like, five-ish years. Maybe even more. Mm-hmm. But But what I think is interesting is now it has really... I don't want to say put a wrench in NXT plans because it's now very confusing. Braun is being courted, per se, by both <laughs> Raw and SmackDown. Ooh, taking a turn about the room. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, like, no, you really had though. SmackDown who was like, hey, here's a contract. And then you had the Raw guy come in and be like, hey, see you on Monday. I have a better offer. Like, And he's yeah. still technically an NXT guy. Even though, and yeah. Now, him and Corbin have now won the Dusty Cup, which means that they get a tag team opportunity or or a tag title opportunity. I mean, if we're going to go ahead and base this off of everything going on, it sounds like Sean is 100% now calling all of the shots. So it sounds like he's like, we're just going to do what we've been doing. So here's my theory with it. Yeah. Because this match really, really was good so i would say definitely go watch it but i feel like there's it's more interesting with the theory behind it now yeah because with trick and carmelo losing it was really good story it was good story right because mellow pushed trick out of the way he was a hero and took the spear from braun For mellow or Mm -hmm. for for Trick, and afterwards he was like, "Why'd you do that, man? Like I I could have done it." Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Well, you have a match later on. Yeah, it's like the most like I'm I'm done for the night. Like it was like you got to be in your like the best like physical shape. Like you only got a busted lip now. Like think about if you'd gotten the spear. Like that's what he was saying. Yeah, exactly. So not not like the voice I was doing though. I mean, not like mine either. (laughs) They don't (laughs) sound like that. But, But but yeah, like it's funny you th- you hear that like you have a match later it's like you know logically we're like duh but it's also kind of really funny <laughs> it is funny because he's like i'm done for the night dude like you still got shit to do <laughs> you can like, go work. i'll take i'll take a spear like it's fine you got I'm your good. second shift starting soon <laughs> right exactly <laughs> and you have a busted knee from this match so oh, with, but um i feel like that this was the plan all along right especially when we see what happens later on in the show yeah but with Braun and Corbin winning, Mm -hmm. I think, because now they get a tag title opportunity whenever they want. Yeah. They haven't said which tag titles. I mean, who's got what right now? So here's what I'm thinking, because usually, usually and traditionally, they go with the NXT titles, which is on the family right now. Right? That's right. But what if they go for Judgment Day? Because, hear me out. There's a lot of intermingling now than there used to be, like a lot more. And there have been people from NXT who have gone up, done a little bit, and then come back down. Like, Dragon Lee is a good example. He he is a SmackDown superstar. He is, if you go on their website, he is listed as a SmackDown guy. Really? But he has been on, in between NXT and probably been on NXT more. Yeah, no, really. So now they're treating nxt now more than a a third brand now more than i feel like they ever have because they're just kind of having people go back and forth i mean dominic mysterio was the north american American champion champion for a long time see now all the stuff that happened with dragon lee when he was filling in for all those people now that makes a lot more sense why they would pick him Mm -hmm. because he's literally been on the quote main roster yeah like I was just in there, like, finally, he's gonna be no, no. He's, I mean, he's been dang. he's been caught up for like <laughs> um, ages. I missed that one. Well, it's ten percent don't get the word. Well, also, I think they just really haven't used him that much. No, but I I think since we can interweave our storylines now, yeah, and Corbin has been on the main roster for a while now, yeah, and then Braun is gonna go up with him. Why not challenge for other? tag titles well that and also judgment day's got a little bit of friction going on right mm-hmm. now internally there's some mm-hmm. there's some fighting going on there also most of that group is nxt based mm-hmm. seems logical to me yeah so that's my theory i think that's a, a good theory and I'm, I'm i'm pretty pretty good I'm, at stuff. I'm with, that's pretty nice i like that one <laughs> i'm pretty good at wrestle league yeah you know i mean i'm also just more so thinking that i really don't want to watch them lose that badly to you know it is the Usos, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. no, no, not the Usos. I'm sorry. Brain, come on, brain. So they've unified the the tag belts right. now. Like they unified the that's right. I forgot romans about that. belts. I was just <laughs> so they just still hold both of the belts, which is really stupid. <laughs> see, see, I'm a visual person. I'm a visual person. No, you're good. Oh. So I, I mean, I gave this match a four. Yeah. I thought it was a it really good Beagles. opener and just really fun and the story was really intriguing and it just leeches into the whole rest of the show. Yeah. Um, so then we have the die Jack versus Joe Gacy. No DQ match. This, I want to (laughs) go ahead and bring back to what you were talking about earlier about how there's that feud that's woven in for like almost every page. This felt like old NXT. Yeah. This felt like I'm like, what was it? The segment the other day where Dijak was like, oh, I want to know DQ match. And he's like, just screaming, you know, at Ava. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I don't know. He's already like really in bad shape. Whoa. and then he just- Yeah, because he threw him from the roof into a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> and he then pops out of said trash can covered in shit and goes, I like that idea. Like that is, yeah. that is old NXT that I first started watching with you that I was like, yes, this level of camp and this level of, <laughs> level of fun. I'm here. Let's go. Cause you need, you need camp. Cause wrestling is camp. It is like, if you, there's an old, um, I think it's an old WrestleMania dogs would probably know the date of it, but it's in like the early two thousands. I think you go back and look at the opening segment they literally do a remake of the opening of West Side Story. Yes. Yes. And they're like, about. it's going to be yeah, a rumble, rumble tonight. tonight. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling is camp. It's like, fantastic, it, man. So you need stuff like like this, like a no DQ match where they're literally pulling out five trash cans, 15 chairs, three kendo sticks. Yeah. Chains. Like He's it, wearing a smiley face shirt. Like you're literally just... <laughs> you know throwing everything into the ring at at the beginning mm-hmm. and then you don't ever leave the ring because there's so much stuff that you can like yeah. play with like there was <laughs> I think my favorite spot of the whole thing was the trash can spot <laughs> because Joe Gacy <laughs> has a trash can over him like EO style yeah we w- we were like EO <laughs> somewhere somewhere EO Shirai is Her like twitched like ter- head cocked to the side being eh? like is someone in my trash can <laughs> That's my trash. That's can. my trash can. <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the Muppet that's in? Is it animal? Well, and well, I mean, not Muppet. is it oh, Oscar the Grouch? Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, animal is also <laughs> <laughs> sorry, David. <laughs> David was about to say. It. See, my brain went Muppet, so I was like, oh, well, animal's the only one that's like kind of crazy. Fucking
1: charlatans.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, they're both puppets, right? They They're both Henson.
1: One's a Muppet.
0: Okay. What's the other one? The gonna, other one? It's a monster. <laughs> I know the answer to that one. The other one's a furry guy that actually lives in the trash yeah. can. <laughs> Sesame Street's whole thing is that they're all monsters. I understand. But that. Yeah. Anywho. I, we're gonna <laughs> I'm showing my age, apparently. <laughs> anyway. Um so he puts the trash can on him and then die Jack is just super kicking the shit out of the trash can, right? And it's getting Dented like further and further and further. You can see his arms are up, like covering his face from underneath the trash yeah. can, and he's like, doink doink doink. So he like he falls over and then sits straight back up. He <laughs> super kicks him again. He falls over, sits straight back up. That that last one he was struggling. He was struggling. <laughs> he was the <laughs> last one that he did it was like not sit straight back up. It was, it was like, like uh, sit sit uh, uh, sit straight back up. Like he it was like abs. <laughs> go well because the the trash can was so concaved at that point that like i'm sure he didn't know like which way was up he doesn't even know which way he's facing so somehow he gets to his feet with the trash can still <laughs> encased around him He freaking runs the ropes yeah like, with the trash can still over his body yeah and then just lawn darts himself and hits <laughs> die jack i mean like literally hits him like he's like doing big like a cross circle body edge side yeah yeah because like what the hell (laughs) which i i understand that there's a lot that DiJack can do to help that right it's like it's it's like with stage combat right like you when it has like like a hair pull for instance like the person who is being attacked is always in control of it right yes so like when he sees him r- running with a trash can over his head, of course he's going to get in line with where he's supposed to be. Yeah. But like he did it so seamlessly and he just turned around at the right moment and then he just Bam. spears him like with the trash can. Yeah. He has no arms, right? It's just I'm wondering all trash that, can. i wonder if that ref was using like echolocation. Oh, I'm sure the ref was helping a shit ton. <laughs> Like he did in the next one? Yeah. Because the with next die-jacks? spot was a <laughs> blindfolded feast your eyes spot. with duct tape joe gacy somehow gets out of the i can't remember exactly how he gets out of the trash can but he does and he has unloaded five rolls of duct tape it looks like just into the ring we're like oh god okay (sighs) which i'd never really seen i mean i know that it is used but i don't see duct tape in a in a hardcore match very often no no (laughs) or even Uh, like now nowadays you don't well every time i have seen it it has not worked well Right, it has been. I've also seen gaff tape, which just makes me shudder. It's like, do you know how expensive that is? That (laughs) that, and also how hard that would be to get off of your. That would hurt like a butthole. Yeah, so he butt cheek on a stick, my dude. Ew, that's what I'm saying. It would hurt. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Never heard. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that was
1: (laughs) somebody is really unfamiliar with uh, mid (laughs) tens. Uh, vines.
0: Think. Wait. A okay. Yeah. I don't. I. Have, I did not know that that was a reference to something.
1: We are just highlighting your ignorance tonight, Shelby. It is. It's embarrassing for you two as a show. It's embarrassing as a product.
0: But David, it's not me. It's Murder Dimple. It's. It's not me.
1: Well, m- Murder Dimple needs to spend some more time online.
0: Well, I can't with Vine. It's no longer it's a thing. We, we could YouTube it. Oh, my gosh. That's and, so fun! I also didn't think I said that that loud. But then again, I should remember it's me and I speak loud when I think I'm That not. and you are in my ears. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and also, there's a microphone in front of you that's amplifying and picking up the things you say. Because right. that's how microphones All right. All work.
0: All right. All right. We were on a team here. Hang on. <laughs> Don't you turn on me. Uh-huh. <laughs> But anyway it's <laughs> going back to the duct tape spot yes. um so he, joe Casey takes a roll of duct tape and then tapes die jack's eyes shut like ow. like literally does two loops around his head yeah and and they land they're not missing like, oh definitely not and so it's, it's very clear that it it is over his eyes because you know sometimes they can like oh, kind of make it uh thinner So that way they can like kind of see. It is very clear. It is straight across his eyes. Yeah. And he's kind of fiddling with it like a little bit. Yeah. But like you can tell that. probably for his poor eyelashes. I know. So they don't (laughs) rip his eyelashes out. Um, So he's kind of fumbling around and is trying to hit him. And then somehow he gets Gacy up on his shoulders and and hits a (sighs) feast your eyes blindfolded. That's the craziest thing. Yeah. Like. And then of course then there's the ref spot afterwards where the ref is like actually trying to actively help him take the tape off. Because Which, he sees Dijack just going, But what's what's hilarious though, you forgot the funniest part. Oh. When he hits he hits the feaster eyes, Gacy goes down and then oh, rolls he, out yeah. of the way and he does like a Samoa Joe's type spot yeah. where he rolls out and Dijack just falls on top of him thinking that he's gonna pin yeah, him and he and just like, misses him completely and then he's like like flumbling around he the is he's being like, Where did he go? trying to find him <laughs> in the dark it is again it oh. is it's camp and it's something yeah. that it was on in the right spot on the card like oh. you needed you needed something some type of a palate cleanser from from the tag match and it was i i loved it i forgot even the spot with all the the toys oh Hulk yes it brings out my dream <laughs> brings out... Because I have talked so many times, listeners, about Legos and how painful it would be if someone did that. Well, they modified it and they threw in some toy cars. So some it was a toy soldier. Yeah, army soldiers. So, they, like, so oh. they set up a table and Gacy goes and gets this like crate and you yeah. see there's multicolored stuff in it. And then he takes out one toy soldier and puts it solitary yes. in the middle of the of the thing or of the table. And you're, like, okay, is he going to, like, put him through it and, like, what? on that one thing? And then he goes, ha no, no. And then dumps the entire crate, and it's just toys. Everywhere. Like, uh, Matchbox cars, uh, toy soldiers, Legos, like, like everything. Ev- oh. Like, all of the tiny toys that if you have kids like you will understand the like, pain like how much that hurts like it's just plastic sticking and into you that's what i was saying while we were watching i was like oh man they're gonna make him take off his shoes and they're gonna put him through the table <laughs> <laughs> it's like very oddly specific that hurts spot. like a mofo but dude, what but they ended up doing was a spot on the apron and uh die jack is on the apron and gacy goes and does like a drop kick and die jack is a very tall man Jeez. i would say oh. he's probably like 6'4, six, 6'5, six, yeah. maybe but he almost missed this table yeah. so he he jumps from the apron onto the table now granted the table is set up at the end of the ramp yeah like, like end of the entrance far. ramp so it is far from the actual apron yeah i didn't think he was gonna make it like it's tall like gacy was like he's tall it's fine yeah, but DiJack didn't jump. No, he didn't even jump. He just fell. He well, just, no. Well, we talked about that. Remember, because I was saying like a short person can jump farther than a tall person can. Right. So in his mind, he's like, he's super tall. Of course, he can reach this. Yeah. But no. just doing a drop kick, no. like a like a double d- drop kick, like on the apron, yeah. and he he has to reach his arms like you at can full see. capacity, and then he barely gets his elbow nicked right on that table yeah. and it just goes i mean he still eats it like oh yeah from like chest up oh yeah his face is the just toys. in straight toys but i don't i don't think that's where it was supposed to hit no. i'm pretty sure it was supposed to hit like stomach oh. chest area Ow. but then he just pops right back up <laughs> and, and gets back in the ring and starts wailing on him again yeah. which again unrealistic <laughs> <laughs> yes but like camp. yeah camp you know like it, it's to me i can i can oh, let it go great. Because I've heard some people criticize it and be like, you really have to have suspension of disbelief for this one. I'm like, it's fucking theater, guys. Like, also, like it's also <laughs> yes, you do with your wrestling matches. Yes, yes, you do. You know the people I that are watched, out there. I mean, if we're going to go like real crazy, like there's a freaking turkey that busted out of an egg, gobbledygooker. Like, yeah, you're going to want to talk about suspension of disbelief. Okay. There's a Cracker Barrel sponsored <laughs> match where they dive into a thing of biscuits okay (laughs) and people loved that match dude like you know like it's i think there are there is a place for matches like this Mm -hmm. and i just ate it up like it was right here i gave it a four and a half absolutely it was so close to being perfect yeah and i think i think if it wasn't for that well no no the botch was in the other one well no I just, I don't think it was completely perfect. I would have, I kind of would have wanted, because um, Dijak goes over. Yes. And I kind of would have wanted Gacy to win. I was surprised how, it like, because I have never liked Gacy. Uh-huh. I think, like, every time he tried to do something, like, it was right there. Oh, and he did do that one spot in the corner that was... Sucky oh, up, as upside hell. Upside down spider spot. Uh-uh, No. Very, very reminiscent of Bray, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Um. I think he pulled a lot from him. Absolutely. Um. You but, can you can see it. But I I think his take on it is a little bit crazy in the eyes? Yes, it's Whereas not Bray was more like no, I'm evil bitch. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he's like, no, I'm not evil. I'm just man He's like uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little neurodivergent. It's fine. You know, like <laughs> I got just a touch. It's fine. It's I fine. I just like pain. <laughs> because at the end, he uh jack hits the Feaster eyes again. Yeah. And I mean really hits yeah, him that like, was square an, in the face. That sound was nice. Yeah, and so he pins him but then the camera cuts to Gacy. The fuckers smiling. Yeah, <laughs> like creepy. So creepy. So I don't think this is over no. by any means—not by a I, long shot. I think going off a of Dijak's record with his feuds, he likes to keep his person. He, I mean, because you had him and Keith Lee, <sighs> so and that didn't it wasn't supposed to stop with Portland, but it did. Oh. but that was circumstances out of their control. Yes, it was. Um, so. I feel like this is not going to be the last time they'll probably do something else that stand and deliver. I don't know where we go from here though, because we started at a no DQ match. Yeah. Like I don't really know where else we can go. Truthfully, if we're going to go full style and we're going to go all the way, they're going to have to make it through all the way and then do war games. Mm. That's going to be a long way if they're going to try to like, Mm. or it's going to die. Like, that's the only way it could go up. I don't think it's going to make it. Exactly. There. No. That's but what I'm saying. It's I, like, I do think we'll see at least probably maybe another NXT TV yeah. match out of these guys. Um, but yeah, so then we move on to our six person mixed tag match with the family versus OTM and Jada Parker. I missed a lot of the people in this because... We didn't really watch this one to be... Full disclosure, like, we didn't really... Like, it was fun, but it was really forgettable. Well, I also was pulling a dogs half the time because I was pissed that Stax missed the memo on matching. (laughs) Like... Like yeah, dogs you will be very happy uh when you listen to this that Gina was criticizing was. the family for their um their outfit choices because two out of the three of them were matching. No, I'm just judging Stax. Yeah. Stax is the <laughs> one in fault here cuz look, he had the not stacks. Who's Tony? Yeah, it's Stax. Tony had the brown like limited two color brown yes. velour pants. And then the lady with them had the brown woven into her design as well. And the awesome, like, brown and white Nike. Yeah, sick Nikes. Yeah. Like, they put forth the effort, you know? Also, where did you find a brown, like, velvet, like, velour suit? Like, I kind of know, Oh, I'm sure (laughs) anywhere. I'm sure that thing is easy to find. In Orlando? Are you kidding me? You know what? I didn't think about Orlando. You're right. You're right. But then stacks up here with freaking electric lime bullshit that's just ooh. ooh it, it had for the family on it which is their thing know, so but, but it, it was black it, it was very much like oh like maybe the thing he wanted like didn't come in in time and so that's he was what like, i'm thinking <laughs> that's what i really think happened yeah like that like he maybe, just he's like okay well i have to wear something he wanted the zip up part and then like he didn't get that in time <laughs> so then they could have matched it must have been but i honestly but, i i know that there were some good spots on this i mean i gave it a three and a half i felt like it was good filler but this was a nxt tv match that they put on here to fill time absolutely like it, it was fine i think um it was ariana any... um yes rizzo who was Which, yeah I get who was that. on the family's uh side i liked uh, Jada and Ari Ari Audre, Adriana, Adriana Sorry, There it is. No. Adriana right. and Jada. I liked their back and forth and I liked that it started with the guys brawling on the outside and then and they started, them actually yes. starting the match. Like, the women starting the match in the center of the ring. That was nice. Which I did appreciate that. And the guys actually didn't get in their corner for a good couple of yeah, minutes. Yeah, and they were like, dudes. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. No, they. I don't know if they actually really cared. Because they were, like, wailing on each no, other. Well, that is true. They were whooping. But way. I feel like this was fun. I feel like it was all yeah. right. It was all right. But after the die jack joe gacy match like I no know. one's paying attention to this no same this with like you, yeah. you had the first two matches that were so up here in drama like so high and then you no, have this one you're like oh okay what what is it call like the popcorn match yeah like you can just kind of go go to the bathroom like go get refill your, drink, your drink like yeah. what and Which but, you know that me. says nothing about the performers at all but it just it it was it was a really i mean there's a reason match. like we've talked about this like you know the the order matters like in matches like yeah like the middle always sucks like it's it's inevitable yeah i mean i kind of gave it a three and a half just kind of in the middle yeah i would have gone three three regals because i mean it makes way for the next match which is the women's championship match yes which i thought this was going to be the semi-main but it wasn't yeah no but i mean I liked it where it was. Like I didn't have a problem because it picked up. Oh from it did. That one. So you had <clears throat> Roxanne Perez versus Lyra Valkyria. Dude, so, so Lyra cool. Valkyria I have watched her since she was in NXT UK. And she was a badass there too, but everybody was a badass over there. Everyone like, was a badass. <laughs> everybody's character in UK was just like like my family is all dead so I need revenge (laughs) or I am some mythical god or goddess that has come to this world to wrestle from Ireland or Scotland or yeah some ancient lore and Lyra was one of those yeah like she I think her name was like actually Valkyrie I think in the beginning um, but then they changed it to Lara Valkyria when she came over, yeah. but she didn't change her aesthetic. Like Not she's looked all. the same ever since the beginning. There were so many feathers on that ring at the end of that That match. poor ring, just in general, toward the latter half of this Ooh, show, a I beating. felt bad for it. Um, but yeah, so it- Lyra comes out, she's got this awesome, like, purple, like, feather Sick, stuff. Dude. Like, it's just, it Her, her it looks awesome. There's, like, feathers in her braid woven in. Like, yeah. it's so cool. That's something with NXT that I feel like they do a lot more often, especially with the women. They really go into detail about their ring gear, matching mm-hmm. their hair, yes. matching their makeup. Like you said, she had feathers woven into her French braids yeah. that went all over her head. Um, same with Roxanne. Like, she came out... I think I said it was like if if you had a mixture of Nikki Bella and AJ Lee. Yes! Like, she looked like Nikki Bella, but she wrestled like AJ Lee. And she's the statue of AJ Lee. Right. But she ha- also had red woven into her hair. Yes. Like, same with the makeup. Like, they just... It's a lot of attention to detail that I think yeah. sometimes gets missed on the main roster because there's so many. Also, makeup lady or makeup team, whomever you are, what is your mattifying powder spray? <laughs> whatever it is, I want, I want it. Um, as a combination skin girlie, I would like to have that, please. Nothing moves. Nothing. And then it yeah. looks like it's like, like, m- like just the softest powder. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is that? They need to give it to the AEW crew because oh, the a- <laughs> AEW crew also got it. They also got it. I know, but they need Ooh. whatever the NXT people have. Oh, you mean like physically need to give the... Yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oof. Because by the end of the AEW women's matches, there's shit all yeah. over the mat and everything. Yeah. But but yeah, it's just that attention to detail that I think they can get away with. They because more time. it's time. Exactly. Yeah. They have more time. There's a lot less women on the card. Yeah. To So you're not like... It's not like an assembly line that you're having to like crank these people out. Yeah. So... I mean, this match was great just in the beginning. Like, you had Roxanne, the story that she had was she never lost the belt. Mm-hmm. So she's like trying to get it back. And Lyra, who's been on a streak, like, she, yeah, she didn't beat Roxanne for the belt, but she mm-hmm. beat Becky Lynch for the belt. Yeah. Right? Like, it's dope as like, hell. So both of them are kind of at, on the same level. And they do this 20 minute, like, technical masterpiece. Yeah. And Roxanne hits the Pop Rocks, and she's about to win. Mm-hmm. And Lola Vice's music hits. Which I didn't recognize because she's newer to me. So it took me a moment, and I was like, oh, snap. So Lola Vice is the, women's NXT, or the NXT Women's Breakout Champion. Yes. So they have a she did tournament it. every year yeah. with the men and the women and whoever wins it gets kind of a money in the bank style contract that they can cash in at any time for any championship that they want anywhere right so what i want to see happen one time which they'll never do this (laughs) but i want a sean i want one of the women who win that tournament to like go in for the like north american title or something yes. they're like hey there is no there's nothing on my contract that says i can't do this sean you could totally do that <laughs> even if they don't win like exactly. i think it would be if he had like no, that would be amazing. like a monster woman that comes in yes who, like a rhea ripley type yes. or even a raquel type that can come in and actually like wrestle the men absolutely like they could have done that with ivy nile like that would have <sighs> that would have made sense Damn. but that would anyway so, cool. so she runs down and they make it a triple threat match, which which it picks up even more. It was so, like it was yeah. good before, and then it just picks up even more. Yeah, and like I the mean, pacing, the, the it's energy, so good. It was so like it was so, it was so fun to watch. And like you had Lola, who really held her own. Yes, and I feel like is going to continue on this run. Like they're definitely going to give her more to do. I want to watch her and um, Tiffy Stratton. Well, Tiffany's on SmackDown now. No, mm, I missed that. Yeah, she she had a oh, really good right, match with Mia Yim. It was so good. Well, good for her. It was good. Proud of you. She did great. Dang it. But, um, <laughs> so they turned it into a triple threat. And then, I mean, long story short, Tatum Paxley comes in, who is obsessed with Lyra. Like, mm. literally has been dressing like her, following her around, wanting to be her best friend. Yeah. Like, she kind of reminds me of... <laughs> In a very weird way of it's in Pop's Burgers and Louise has this like quote unquote friend that's obsessed with her. And she's like, Louise, I want to be your best friend. She's like, I hate you. Like, (laughs) you know, it's a very similar dynamic. But as of late, Lyra has kind of softened on her a bit. Hmm. And I think they are going to form an alliance (laughs) together. Would you like to form an alliance with me yes yes i would <laughs> <laughs> good 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's very much like that yeah. so she comes in because uh, basically roxanne hits the pop rocks again is about to win again again and tatum comes in and with it being a triple threat there's no, no rules. rules so she can break the pin up like it's it's very clearly thought out and i appreciate that because sometimes with with these matches for the women they're just like uh eh, you know chicanery but this is this is clearly thought out. This is a really detailed match and it really showcased these women's abilities. Mm-hmm. They were great. All of them. If I mean this was... Tatum was great at rolling out and falling down. <laughs> that's, that's basically this, all she I did. <laughs> I look, Tatum, I'm sure you're lovely. I haven't seen you enough yet, but I would love she to watch you more. She had a good match with Roxanne the uh show before the pay per view. Um which was which was pretty good. Okay. Um Roxanne beat her, obviously, well, yeah. but it was it was still really good. Um, if if this you're talking about how if this really gave a chance for the women to shine, if this was a couple of years ago, which is what has happened in the past mm-hmm. with these NXT breakout stars, what will happen is is very much like a money in the bank style thing, where they will run in after the match is over, yes, right, and take advantage of. The person who just won and they're exhausted and they're ready to leave, right? But with this, now I've also heard people say they're like, "Oh, this makes her look dumb because she comes in and makes a triple threat, and now makes it harder on herself." I think it made her look braver and made her look. She was so much more like, "I am going to do this when you guys are not dead tired." Well, I I agree, and I also think that it shows that she is a because she's a heel. And I think that it shows that she is like, oh, I'm I'm the top shit, right? Like I don't need for you to be gassed out. Yeah. Like I can come in in the middle of the match and still beat you. And still beat you. And she didn't. She did not. Right. So, I think she put up a good fight. That them. will be good story yeah. going on. I think with Lyra and Tatum and Roxanne, I think there's still going to be some stuff that can be yeah. told think everybody came out good yeah in this in the end for this match and the winner is um yeah <laughs> <So> lyra <laughs> retains Yay. because of the tatum paxley interference yes. um and so you have roxanne who still hasn't won mm-hmm. right but i think she's gonna turn heel after this mm. because she she's lost twice She's done now i can see that the little break yeah i mean <laughs> that honestly there's kind of nowhere else for her to go you know, like, unless they're going to move her up, and I kind of don't want her to, because I feel like she's going to, she's going to get lost in the shuffle, yeah, she's one that could potentially just end up like a, you know, like a Sarah Logan, or, you know, like a Zoe Stark, who's just kind of here oh, for a little bless. bit, and does a really good job when they're given the opportunity, but they're given just, scraps. they're just not given anything, yeah, right, so, I kind of want her to stay a little bit longer yeah no she just she, so she can do some more stuff she needs it um i gave this a four a solid four yeah so i felt like knows. it could have been maybe a little bit better but like it was pretty good. it was pretty good um so i actually forgot about this match and <laughs> oh really <laughs> next one the north american championship between <laughs> dragon lee and obafemi oh no so i actually had to i i went on to the mint the 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 main <laughs> Like oh. I had it written in my notes <laughs> and everything. I had to scratch everything. out. <laughs> oh no. Um, so, yeah. So Obafemi is a really interesting story because he was the men's breakout champion. Yeah. And just won it off of Dragon Lee on a random NXT taping. That's crazy. It's weird. Like, it's really, really strange. Well, it's like, well, I mean, if we're going to go back with that, then he can't really have the championship if he's going to go be back and forth. Right, which it make well yes and no because Dominic no, Dominic did the same thing. I mean, I'm basing it off of their logic Oh, I because they're not you know, yeah. Anyway. But I think that You know who you are. I, I, I know that this was good. I just don't I just don't remember much of no, it, to be honestly, honest with you. Honestly I, I had that in the back of my mind as like candidate runner up kind of thing mm-hmm. for certain things, just for that purpose alone. Oh <laughs> like Sure. You know, but I have another one. I mean well. I you have I, I know you have like the power dynamic versus the lucha. Yeah. But and I, I think it was a good match. It's just to me I feel like they're trying to make Obafemi happen. Really hard. And it's just not clicking with me. I think it is with a certain group of fans. But the potential's uh... there. It's just We have a lot of big guys right now. I think having him come and just randomly win it, like that can happen. Like, I mean, titles change hands on house shows all the time, but they go back to the original person by the next house show. Yeah. You know, it's weird that he has had this. mm -hmm. He's held it for a few weeks now and he's had about five matches and has defended it a couple of times. I will say he's like very much into his character. He's very much into like his choices. Mm-hmm. so i appreciate that i just don't i'm interested to see what happens going forward i don't know anything about him and i know <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> it to me i kept saying it felt like he was um part of oh my gosh i can't remember this actor's name i see his beautiful face he's uh is it in wakanda for, like, yes yeah yeah, because he's got the fur on the boots. He's he does got the same vibe. It's he has the a same very build. Thick African accent. It's yeah, got, it's very similar to the guy from the movie. And so, yeah, like I hope maybe like lore will be thrown in or something like that. You know, like things where it's like with from my like family or things like that. And maybe it has. Maybe we've missed it. Maybe we've missed it. Sorry, listeners, if we've missed it. But. Yeah, if, if we have, I'm sure you can let us know. Yeah, but I'm I'm going to be fervently, like, tapping this up later, being like, oh, crap. like No, it's, <laughs> it's fine. And if we miss it, we miss it, you know? And I think that is an indication of the match itself. Yeah. Like, if we are not super into it, then, I mean, if I was really into this match, I would have looked this guy up. I yeah. would have figured out what his story was and all i knew about him was that he was the breakout star dragon so. and the thing with dragon lee is that we know he can do good work it's almost that's why our brain shut off yeah because it's like we know what he does we know he's awesome yeah we know he's cool really wasn't much build to this not one. at all like, this was a another one that was like kind of throwing at the last minute that yeah. could have been on a tv show just fine yeah for sure but so I gave it a three just because I don't remember (laughs) anything about it I would honestly say two and a half only because I really don't remember anything yeah well we get to the main which is what I really wanted to talk about obviously um so you have Trick Williams versus Ilya Dragunov crazy and I wrote just whoa like from start to finish the story was awesome the match itself was well paced like i didn't get bored no at all like both of them busted open hard yeah. way like immediately when I mean, the match I mean dragon like and you can tell that he was ill prepared for it too <laughs> like he was like oh shit no i'm like bleeding and, like later way later it was just <laughs> gushing no, he bleed like profusely blood going everywhere and that's when the poor Matt. and the then poor the trick just blood pouring out of his mouth yeah because he keeps hitting the busted spot from earlier because he had a busted lip from the first match and a bug a bum knee yeah so like which i want to go ahead and say he sells injuries very well he does he sells injuries very well he sold it throughout the whole match it's it's not the whole like super fake like you can look at him and it looks like it hurts to put weight yeah like that's a very very difficult skill That takes a long time to master. Yeah. Even from like a, you know, stage combat point of view, you know? Like... And not only did I respect that mad respect. Yeah, absolutely. And not only did he he sell it the whole time and also consistently sold the right leg by the way (laughs) i wasn't gonna say it but it doesn't happen and i I, (laughs) you know how much i love my hubby finn balor he has fallen prey to it let's talk about becky he has switched (laughs) becky lynch he has switched legs before becky has switched legs before she's she's worse at it she is so love you becky he not only was consistent throughout but he changes his offense Yes. To work around the injury. There is psychology to the injury. Yes. Yes. And that's when you, you get lost in it. You're like, Oh my God, don't hit that. Don't hit your knee. Yeah. Like that's when you, when you start to really get into it and you get, you get worked over. Yeah. Right. So that's, that to me shows the difference between a wrestler that will go far and a wrestler that will stay stagnant for a bit. mm -hmm. Those tiny little details. And well, them picking the details. It could be that. It could be, like, perfecting, like, a move. It could be, like, you know, really nailing, like, spoken, like, you know, bits on the show. But, like, that makes more... That makes me pay more attention. Well, they used it throughout the match. Yeah, right? it was So, story. there was a spot um, on the outside, because Mello is out there the entire time. Because in the segment before... Um, Melo Mello was like, I know you want to do this on your own. And Trick's like, no, dude, like I want you out there. It's like, no,
1: I need you. I, I need, need my you. best friend. I need my me. best friend
0: out there. And, and, you're and like, he was like, yeah. oh like, my God, yes, he's he gonna be needs. out there. But then in the back of your mind, you're like, oh no, no. <laughs> like it's it's been building, y'all. Because here's the thing. And this is something that has they've done a great job with to build like this is in the shows time. going up to this. So first it was, they were, you know, they were a team. Fair phrase. And, you know, best fair phrase for life. <laughs> Faux life. And it was Melo that mm-hmm. was pushed to the moon, right? He had the he had the title matches. He was North American t- uh, champion. Then he was NXT champion multiple times, right? And Trick was always there, like always by his side. Even when the, he thought that bad things were happening and Trick was the one to blame. Yeah. It was not the case. Exactly. And they still had each other's back. Yep. Well, then it started to switch Mm -hmm. and Trick started to get more cheers than Mello. NXT fans, love y'all. What was the (laughs) switch? What was the flip? I'm not mad at it. I just literally want to go back and be like, when when did this happen? Like, what changed y'all's mind? It was like it was overnight. It really was. Like, it went from being uh, everybody's all about Carmelo to now everyone is all about Trick. To the point where during the Dusty Classic, they had their themes mashed up. And in the beginning it was trick's theme and then they were cheering and Whip doing the whoop that, that trick, trick and like all Whip that stuff that and then it trick. it mell- meshed into carmella's theme and there was a small boo oh a small section of booze that missed, started i missed the boo and then as as each week happened Ooh. each week came the booze got louder and louder to the point where it was very clear that people were more for trick than they were for mellow which crazy it's just it's great it's a great story and so you get to the main event of this pay-per-view and you already have them wounded from the first match just you know and mellow's out there and he he looks like he's trying to encourage him and everything and he's doing a good job like but there are some moments where you kind of see him like kind of be okay he he didn't make it you know it's like yeah. you know fine like uh, he's resolved to him losing and then trick kicks out and he's like holy shit like yeah uh, oh yeah, oh. oh yeah like it's there's kind of like a pause yeah for a second like he didn't think that like he wasn't cheering for but him not to tap like out or fully like, negative just more so like there's fusion there, yeah right so then there's he's a spot. also not as good as selling no he's not but- love you sweetheart <laughs> Go take a few more classes. He's, it's okay. He's, he's trying. You're working. You, you're doing good. He, he's better than he was. Yeah. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. So, there's a spot with him and Ilia outside, and they're like trash talking. And then all of a sudden, Ilia he turns his back to Elia and he pushes Mello into Trick's knee. Yes. And Trick's back the is facing. Knee. Yeah. Right into the bad knee, and Trick is not facing them, and so he can't see that Elia has pushed him. He just knows that Carmelo has fallen into him. Yes. And so then there's descent there. Yeah. And then there's another spot where, like, Carmelo somehow gets, like, the ref out of the ring. Yes. And Trick hit, or something happens where so, Tr- where Elia moves, Trick hits the ref, he was ref goes hit, down. He was trying to hit Elia with a... Uh, um, not full sling blade but like kind of something similar like it looked like he was just trying to swing at him like and ilia ducked the ref was right there the ref was back facing trick and then he hits the ref the ref then goes into carmelo carmelo falls off the edge mm-hmm. and then adrian sup adrian um he then falls out i know the ref's name daryl no it's not it's daryl which one's adrian then i don't know who adrian i'm is. gonna google this i know one of the refs is adrian i'm so are, sorry daryl i'm so sorry you are so confident I i'm going it. to google it oh damn it anyway daryl goes daryl and then the trick has a visible win right it's a visible pin and the crowd is counting all the way to 10 like it is very clear that he's you know elia's not getting up I will give it to the ref that comes out after Daryl goes down. Holy shit. Yeah. Like he literally doesn't even check on Daryl. He like goes right past him, jumps over him even I think. And then slides into the ring and and tries to count three. Like I don't, he must've been like literally at the edge of the ramp, like Like, waiting to come on. Right there. Because (sighs) you like blinked and another ref was out there. Um, So trick would have had it if the ref didn't get all tangled up with mellow so there's another thing right so it just it ends up that you have trick in one corner elia in another and they're like like revving each other up and they run they each do their finishers that was insane and okay it kind of reminds me okay I don't watch a lot of anime, okay? So listeners yeah. who do watch anime, if I say something wrong, I totally apologize. But you'll understand where I'm going with this. So you know in anime when you have like these two guys and they're like supercharging up and then they run at each other and then they hit each other and you just see a blinding white light. See, my brain went to Harry Potter. Well, yes. It's, it's the same concept, exact, right? Yeah. With yeah. the wands, you know, yeah. intersecting with each other. You just see a blinding white, white light. That's the vision that I got. Like they're I mean, like literally the vibrating s- in the, the sounds corner. of their bodies made a boom. Like it was crazy. Like sonic boom in the middle, and then they both fall. And you're like, okay, who, who got the worst like, of it? What's like happening? what what happened? And what then all of a sudden, you just see Elio roll over like on to Trick, oh. and then one, two, three, he's out. Oh my god! Like to me, that's such a cool way to end it because it's way better than someone just hitting like a leveled up version of their finisher. Right. Because if you have like a, if you, if this, I don't want to say a suplex, a suplex is not a finisher, but like if say if a suplex as your finisher and that doesn't work, then you do an avalanche suplex and yeah. then that works. Right. Like, yeah. so you have like an elevated version of whatever your finisher is. <laughs> That's what that felt like to me. Was that it was like a supercharged version of both of their finishers, and they both just hit it at the same time. Because <sighs> you had Trick with the, with the Trick knee, yeah. which was the injured knee, which I'm like, you have two. It's like, why, choose <laughs> the other one. Why did you do the one that's injured? Why but, okay. are you doing this, Ralph Macchio? And then you had the Torpedo Moscow, which is just literally a diving forearm. He's just throwing himself. Which I, th- I feel I think I said this when we watched it. I feel like even if the forearm misses you, it's still gonna hurt because he just is- literally <laughs> leads with his forearm forearm onto your body yeah, and then just falls on you like he just puts all of his weight, sandbags you, and then just knocks the wind out of you yeah so bare minimum. <laughs> you just see Elia just roll over onto him and, and your arm just like, no. slow Ugh. this crowd got deafeningly quiet. Like, not to the point where it sucked all the air out of the no, room not in a bad. negative way. No, but just... Everybody was you. just so devastated that he lost. Yeah. Because it was very much like, this is the, this is our guy. Yeah. This is the guy that we're all behind. Love you, Elia, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, like, we don't want you anymore. I even this is said, the guy that we want. I even said... I was like, I can't believe that I, like, was cheering for Trick at the end. Like, yeah. I am an Elia diehard, man. I love that song You are, but that story... <laughs> was told so well that you couldn't help but root for trick i mean like even if you are a huge Elia fan yeah like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who he was against like anybody that he was against with the story that they told like you were gonna root for him in the end yeah and it's just devastating like Mellow comes in and he's like helping him up. And Elia's just gone. Oh, Elia, he like, booked it, dude. He was like, <laughs> he's like hey. dancing on the, you know, to Doing his his music composing, <laughs> <the, laughs> like composer shit. Like, <laughs> you know, and he's he's fine. He's oh. all good. And he's just dandy. And then you. <laughs> You, the music goes off they're still in the ring and, so and he quiet. helps them up and he's like no it's me and you man like it's all good like you'll get it and you're, like, you're gonna get crying it and he was crying. And like, <sighs> like it, everybody was upset in the crowd <sighs> and then he's like no it'll be okay like we'll get it next time it'll be no. great it's me and you man it's me and you forever like it's all good then he uh mellow, or not mellow uh trick is like yeah no it's good it's okay i'm gonna be okay and so he starts to go. He starts hobbling, hobbling out hobbling. of the ring, and then Mello just stands there. And we all know, and you're all you trained. Can, you could, you feel. They even did the freaking logo, the NXT the like copyright. copyright logo, which where I'm like, it's the logo of death. And they're, they look, they listened. <laughs> somebody listen to us i don't i don't care if it's overplayed i don't care if people know what it means now i love it i want them to always do it it's so good because they did they did the same thing and that's how you know it's a triple h thing because they did it with cm punk when he returned because they put the copyright logo up there and they were like see you good night right it's <laughs> very clear that it is a triple h thing that he loves to do it's good so shit, they man. put the copyright logo up and mellow's face just turns and i'm like dude if there's any acting that you have picked up it was it that. was that yes it was like i get it like the 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 turn in his eyes was there the turn in his scowl yeah it's hard when you already know like as an actor like the outcome like you know like it's very hard to like hold that in so i get it my dude that's tough but once once but he that- let trick go in oh, front of him that turn you had. the audience oh. legit went nuts they were like no no, no don't do it don't no. like they were begging him to not do it and then he just goes with a forearm to the right to the knee and then gets the chair and that- just starts wailing on oh. his knee and just keeps hitting it and, the hitting, chair it and is hitting it so disfigured the chair is bent and like he even tries places. to sit in it <laughs> he opens it up looks at it and is like mm. closes it back up hits him two more times and then opens it back up is like so okay that's fixed, fixed it. <laughs> it was brilliant it was such a good move. so he sits there and is just like cross-legged like looking at him yeah. just like writhing in pain like and oh. then he takes the chair throws it off to the side and starts walking and the audience is booing him and i don't know if you guys picked up on what he was saying to the audience but he was saying y'all made me like this y'all made me do this y'all made me do this yeah and i am so i this is the stand and deliver match i don't care if either one of them has the title no like it this, does not this it. is the match yeah like if this is not main event stand and deliver like if they just keep going with this feud <gasps> especially if mellow is on smackdown and they do it across shows what i what i want them to do is i want carmelo to be like you know fuck you i'm gone i'm on smackdown you're in nxt blah, blah, blah. oh yeah and yeah, yeah, then yeah, yeah. he's wrestling a match on smackdown and then trick <laughs> just comes out of the audience yes every single match yes right and just like fucks with his match no i'm so there like I'm so there. that's how i would play it yes and then he comes down to nxt does the same, same thing. thing like it would just cross it, promotion yeah from i there. i think it could work and Absolutely. then it could lead up to their match at stand i mean even like even if they didn't weren't gonna go that way they could have like like side tackles like in little like vignettes in the back like sure. oh snap like and it's just like carmelo from thrown. smackdown is here yeah or like yeah. you know like you know <laughs> trick williams from NXTs. Beating the tar out you know, like whatever, like it could work. It could work. Yeah. I think it would definitely work. I gave this a four and a half. I almost like it was was, I don't give out fives unless it is like (sighs) Champa Gargano level. I know. You have such a high standard with that. You do. I've been watching for a very long time (laughs) too. I was watching in the like golden age of NXT. Like nothing in this era has been a five. I don't think unless you listen back and I've given a five to something. (laughs) Then I've given a five to that one. One listener is like (laughs) (laughs) like searching searching the episodes to find where Shelby gave a five star match. (laughs) I gave it a 4.8. I really did. How is how is it three tenths of a point better than what I gave? Because I can't. In good faith, give it half because it's like there is that extra element of really good stories. Like to have... Look, I'm going to base it off the NXT crowd. NXT crowds are really fickle. Yeah. But they're loyal. They're loyal to the end. They are very... Like once they've picked something, this is it. (laughs) So to be able to have an entire audience shut the hell up and have like... Silence is very difficult. It's the same when bringing it back to Portland again. Yeah. With the Keith Lee oh Dijak match, or it was oh, Dijakovic my. at the time. I still call him Dijakovic in my head. I really do. Keith Lee legit put his finger to his lips. And they were silent. And they the entire arena went silent for him to chop him. That's right? the extra NXT level. Yes. <laughs> So that's why I can't in good conscience give this only four and a half. Okay, that's fine. But I know that it I know that it annoys you. But halves make it even and pretty. I and, <laughs> and then I'm over here and I like my twos. You would Two, give four, this a like, six. Well, I give this like a four point eight I ain't gonna be like that. I used to, and that was just to piss you off. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but I think overall I gave this whole show a four. That's a solid four. There was there were some Eh ones but they weren't eh enough to bring it there was some choppy moments but yeah i i don't know if anything was really botchy on this show because even the one with brawn i just think that was a freak accident i don't think that was an actual botch because he kept going with it um and i kind of would give that of like a like a rising phoenix moment (laughs) like he went he went through i came really do want to check and see like if how? he had a concussion like, after i want to go in slow-mo and watch and be like what in the it, world it, like i i implore you guys to go back and watch that part of the match it literally looks like it's a glitch in a video game like it looks like you know how sometimes in the wrestling video games like if you hit certain you know buttons or whatever you could tell i'm such a gamer like <laughs> with my terms <laughs> that i'm using but david david <laughs> hold on hold on yeah i go I, oh
1: no, there's a term for it, it's it what's, what's the term clipping
0: clipping yeah okay mm.
1: we, when you clip through like your character clips through a solid yes. object
0: okay yeah so that's that's what it looked like but in real life like it looked like he went physically through the ropes or his head did and then came back yes like because it was so fast um but yeah, I just, I, I gave this a four yeah. overall. I do want to give a quick note because yeah. I found something out. Listeners, I did some digging. Why did I call him Adrian? Because his <laughs> real name is Adrian. And on his <laughs> WWE Instagram, it says Adrian Butler. And then his character is Daryl. AKA Daryl. <laughs> Daryl Sharma is his is his ref name. Yeah. So I literally called him by his government name. So you're telling me <laughs> that even the refs can't use their own <laughs> name WWE?
1: Are you telling me that you just doxed a WWE employee <laughs> on my fucking show?
0: Wait, did you say last name? Did You, you said his fake last name, Beep. right? <laughs> did you say his last name? I don't know. She did. No. Oh, God. It's on the internet. It's on the internet. All right, uh, fine. It's (laughs) on fandom. That's fair. It's on fandom. That's fair. Okay. Anyway, my point still stands. Why can't the refs, let the refs have their own names? Like, damn. (laughs) Like, that doesn't make any sense. I was sitting there going, no, there's no way, because I actively follow this man. Like, why in the world? I (laughs) Wait.
1: Like, you follow him online is what you meant. No, she, like,
0: actually goes to Orlando and, like, follows him around. I don't have that money, y'all. Damn. (laughs) No but okay i just wanted to point that out yes I've, okay. i have fixed myself i'm I sorry it. no you're good all right are you ready for segments i am all right so do you want to let's do ignorant slut i always Let, like to let's start do with ignorant that ignorant slut who is your ignorant slut runner up is um freaking non-matching the team memo that's my stack stacks, stacks. <laughs> with his dx looking <laughs> bullshit <laughs> <laughs> but truthfully, it is just the fact that we forgot that match. Like that says a lot. Oh. It's sure. just it's like look, Dragon Lee, it's not you. It's but not it's, you. But it's you. It's I would say. I I would argue that If we can't he, remember him though, that is true. He they did a lot of pop in circumstances. I think I said this on the last show with him. Yeah. They they made a huge deal with him coming in. It was a huge deal. I mean, he I, I I know I, I everybody knows this. Everybody knows the circumstances around how he left because he made a big old deal about it. How he left Triple A and everything. So I yeah. So I don't I don't necessarily. No, that's fair because I forgot yeah. about that. You know what? I give it to them both. Then. They haven't done jack shit with them. Yeah. So, so I I feel like that has that something hurts. to do with with both creative and him too. Because if he was more memorable, we wouldn't have remembered this much. That sucks. I normally never give it to a lucha lucha um, wrestler, but yeah, Dragon Lee and then um not almost (laughs) i know it's not almost what is his name please help me obofemi obofemi there we go (laughs) see point proven right i'm sorry i have not learned your name yet (laughs) my ignorant sluts daryl no i'm sorry dude you get hit way too often like you gotta know when this shit is gonna happen to you like you can't turn your back on these people but he was doing his job to tell carmelo to get off of the ring i don't care dude you gotta do better we're about to fight you gotta do better (laughs) oh my gosh i never in my life thought you would actually pick a ref as your ignorant he crumpled slut. in the corner and laid there for <laughs> ages so he did not get up until the end of that match daryl sure is did. the ignorant slut i'm sorry he is <laughs> congratulations daryl you've won your first ignorant slut <laughs> I can't even be mad that's just so funny oh my gosh <laughs> Who is your EST, Shelby? Well, my honorable mentions the new ref <laughs> <laughs> that came down to replacement. Daryl was laying on the job. <laughs> okay i do want to give mad <laughs> mad uh credit to sonic the hedgehog over there dude <laughs> i'm it. telling you he booked it and <laughs> jumped over daryl <laughs> like if you go back and watch it guys like he literally <laughs> jumps over him it's hilarious Oh my gosh, and then he stays in there until daryl comes back to life <laughs> um but no my my actual one is trick i mean it has to be yeah. right because not only did he do two matches on this card um, but he was integral throughout this entire show. Like the entire show was basically centered around yeah. him and if he could do it. So, and he, and he did a great job. He did a like he w he's job. worth the, the hype, yeah. you know, I think you're going to be really surprised by my EST. I usually am. It's Gacy. Ooh. Okay. So I've had a really hard time being interested in gacy i've never really cared about it i've never and so when the whole faction kind of just fell apart i was like oh great he's gonna you know who knows what's gonna happen Uh but i really was that match in particular that match was stupid good Mm -hmm. and so to have gacy like really have me interested to feel not only like when he did that spot in the corner, like that was a very nice homage, but it was his own because we were talking about, you were saying he is the crazy, not the full murder. So there's an homage. I would say he, there, like you but said, he works. It, there, it, it works for him. He's more of the like, it's more psycho. Yeah. No. It's, whereas Bray was more like calculated. It's, um, it's like Jack Nicholson joker okay like yeah versus heath ledger joker yeah like jack nicholson joker you can argue is like i'm loving this life like i'm campy i, I love it i'm having this a is blast my life where you should have heath ledger's joker that's very tortured and very yes. like i have to do this yes so type thing yes. yeah so i get that to be able to have me who like really like didn't care i thought schism was rough i had a hard time with schism it was rough it was rough because the grizzled young vets did not care which we didn't talk about that what how they're gone no about who was backstage oh that's right sorry yeah um so (laughs) eagle-eyed fans could see that oni lorkin was backstage which he was used to be an nxt guy um was with Danny Birch, yeah um and they were a pretty good tag team great tag team um Grizzled Young Vets um said so, well he he and them and the Grizzled Young Vets were huge yeah like they did like a lot of tag team wrestling together um he just randomly showed up backstage he was let go but during, he wasn't in gear he was in a no, suit he, apparently when he was let go during the like wave of releases during like 2021 2022 um they brought him back on in 20 early 2022 um to be a coach that's crazy and he has been backstage ever since um and now he is one of the suits that is breaking up fights now yeah so yeah and coach yeah absolutely so i that was cool i thought that was cool too yeah it was a cool little segment yeah but yeah i i enjoyed this again i think there have been better um better takeovers than this one but I am excited to see where a lot of stuff goes. Yes. That I'm spin the- off spun off from this. You uh, we didn't even mention all of the vignettes no. like with Chase You and like all that stuff oh. where we're setting up a lot of stuff with them um that's adorable by that's the a way. great thing that takeovers do is they use their segments to further stuff that's going to happen on tv later on that week it makes you want to watch right it kind of engages you if you like the vignettes and everything you're like oh who are these people they weren't on the pay-per-view yep. like let me tune in oh, no, on tuesday's boyfriend figure it out. <laughs> yeah like with the thea hale riley yeah. osborne thing like it's, it's cute like so i think they have a very well-rounded um roster at this point but i like the direction of the more black and gold brand that is going i like yeah we're definitely going back back to where we were before i don't know if we'll ever get back because when it was the height of black and gold it was literally triple h bought up all the indie people yeah and literally like put some indie (laughs) Like places out of business <laughs> because he bought all their people. I mean, it's true. Um, so you're never gonna have that again. You're never gonna have Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, Johnny um, Gargano, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Champ. You're never gonna have all of them in the same brand like ever again. Like no. it's never gonna happen. But I think you we are on the right track with storytelling wise. Yes, like having it mean something and style again. of fight too. Yeah. Yes, and I think. They announced the next one, Oh and I'm yeah, blanking it's, um, on it right now. March. But it's, it, no, it's, it's Stand and Deliver. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is Which is the weekend of WrestleMania, which scheduling for WrestleMania is always difficult, David. But w- along with the two nights of WrestleMania, the first night of WrestleMania, we have Stand and Deliver that morning. <laughs> so it's literally Stand and Deliver at 11 a.m. and then the first night of WrestleMania.
1: Is there also an AEW pay-per-view that weekend?
0: No. Um, oh, if wait. I remember correctly, last year there was.
1: Yeah, the last two years.
0: Because it, it's in April. Yeah. It's the first oh. weekend in April. Because so. for the last
1: two years, we've had to do three wrestling podcasts in one week.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was literally like so one every day. What I'm hearing is that we bring David Red Bull as an... I'm sorry? I mean, we work for a company that distributes it, so... You know, all if the things need it.
1: I'm not gonna say no to that. <laughs>
0: all right. <laughs> but but yeah, so I think Stand and Deliver is gonna be really good. Yeah. It's it's NXT's biggest show of the year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Um David, I know we have a lumination chamber Yay. coming up at the end of this month. We do in Australia.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, that was a question. We do? We do, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
0: It is in Australia.
1: I got a lot going on right now. I have I know you do. Um, You
0: sure do. I know you do. um, But I'm informing you that there is another one.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Heads up. (laughs) Thank you for keeping me. I like to try to keep you on track because I know it's difficult.
1: Uh, Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, we haven't had a chance. We haven't had time to do a uh, long walk talks and like. Three months. I keep threatening we're gonna bring that show back again, and uh, it still hasn't happened. Um, <laughs> <No>. But uh, <laughs> we we are in the process of doing something that I wanted to do since I moved into this space uh, two and a half years ago, which is we're finally we me I'm finally building a recording booth. Yes. In this. Uh, my half of the studio we're
0: going legit guys it's <laughs>
1: awesome so hopefully by the next time we record an episode I, i've got two sides of the frame up now um, i'm gonna do the other two this weekend uh, get it walled in get some soundproofing up yeah. the audio quality auto improve no uh, more rain no more rain
0: no more big ass trucks. <laughs> <No more big-ass laughs> trucks no I more big ass trucks no more goats the f- across the street <laughs>
1: amazingly I've never heard the goats before No, I've heard a few uh, dogs,
0: I haven't heard any goats
1: and uh, the climate control in there ought to be nice, no more freezing or uh, burning to death we'll just have
0: to be nostalgic I guess for the days when we're like bundled up in (laughs) our like snow jackets and boots like shivering
1: now it'll just still be me like, um, yeah, I'll be on the be outside uh, <laughs> looking in, running everything. I'll still oh, be cold, but it'll be fine.
0: The plight of a producer.
1: It's true. It <laughs> is what it is. All right. Well, Shelby, if people want to reach out to you online or follow you online, where can they follow the murder dimple?
0: Well, you can follow the murder <laughs> dimple. which that's, I still, I'm going to have to get on Robert. Look, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't keep. Nope. That. That's nope that is hilarious anyway you can follow me at uh slay all ray um on instagram that is the only place where i'm at um x is now a cesspool and i don't want to be a part of it we are not even like long walk is not even on x anymore yeah that's fine
1: i gave you guys permission to get off of that a uh, long time ago
0: yeah it's just i mean we promote more on instagram and facebook anyway yeah Yeah. so um yeah so if you want to reach out to me you can do that at slay all ray
1: And I don't know what you're getting upset about. Your murder dimples are totes adorbs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you, David.
1: (laughs) Uh, Gina, if people want to reach out to you or follow you online, where's the best place to do that at?
0: I'm, you know, the classic millennial that's, you know, very much addicted to Instagram. So I'm on Instagram at Broadway underscore baby 1218. I haven't posted much, but I sure am there for the reels to send to all of my friends. That's what Instagram has become, right? right. That's yeah. how we all, as millennials, communicate with one another. Yeah. Is, I mean, I have so many reels that you have sent sent me, my sister have sent me that like I don't even, I haven't even seen them, yeah. right? Like I that's how many we send way. like a day. Yeah. So yeah. that but and, yeah,
1: that and gifts. That and gifts. I, yeah. I hold entire conversations and gifts.
0: Yes, absolutely, <laughs> love it.
1: Well, if you want to follow me online, you can do that on Instagram at dbhensley. If you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us. To see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening, and if you enjoy this show or any of the shows in the Long Walk Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on.
0: Thank you, David, and thank you guys so much for listening. For This is a Takeover, I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Brefford. And you don't have to be called up to the main roster. You're doing fine where you're at.